This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1794. Don't be complacent about adjectives with a negative connotation. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. When you choose an English word, how can you know if it has a negative or a positive connotation? Today, we look at four advanced English words and we find out if they usually sound negative or positive. Plus, find out how gender intersects with these words in the business world. Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed. Are you hiring this quarter? In our experience, it can be a grueling process if you don't have efficient tools. But finding the right candidate who adds value to your business is so incredibly important. So why not ditch the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with great candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to Indeed.com slash AEE right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D -E -E dot com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? I am excellent today, Aubrey. How's everything in your world? Ooh, really great. It's a beautiful day here. I have a yes. question for you. Do you okay. ever find yourself getting a little bit complacent? Maybe Ooh. depending on the weather or what's going on in your life. Ooh, I can sometimes, for sure. Sometimes around my workouts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. I could get complacent. Or I my diet. And, yeah, or diet. Oh, yeah. There are certain areas where I have a tendency to slip in that direction more mm. than others. I would say it's working out. Yeah. For sure. We had a really interesting listener question about this word. So I'm excited to dive into this mm -hmm. because it definitely has a negative connotation, wouldn't you say, if you're complacent? Oh, for sure it does. And guys, by the way, if you want to hear your question on the show, make sure you send that question into Aubrey at allearsenglish.com. Aubrey, are you ready for that? Ready for those questions? Yes, I would love <laughs> to see your questions. Right. This question was actually in a review of our app. So you mm. can also leave questions when yes. you leave us a review of the podcast yes. of our app. We love that as yes. well. Absolutely. So I'm going to go ahead and read the question. Are you ready? Yes. All right. So again, this is from Nagla. And she says, you're just exceptional. Thanks for such a wonderful app. I do enjoy listening to you. That's great. I love to hear that, Aubrey. It's so yes, nice to hear know, our right? listeners enjoy the show. I have a problem in determining the reference of some expressions and if a word has a positive or a negative indication. Like, for example, the word complacent. Some said it has a negative connotation. I can't get it. Can you do me a favor and tell me how to overcome such a problem? Thanks in advance. 
Um, and she said another good one is incessant. Mm, yeah. Maybe that one's for another day, but that's a great one. Yes. And this is true. A lot of words do have a negative connotation, especially adjectives like complacent, because mm-hmm. they're usually used to describe behavior. And the yep. negative connotation comes from whether this is considered a positive or negative behavior. Yes, right. So it's really just about the meaning of the word, not mm-hmm. so much the connotation of the word. Guys, on this show, we tell you a lot about how to kind of you can add a positive or a negative connotation through your tone of voice, right? Mm-hmm. Through how you say the word. But sometimes it just comes back to the meaning of the actual word, right, Aubrey? Yeah. Just in yesterday's episode, we were talking about the word enormity and how the dictionary tells you it has to have a negative connotation, but natives don't use it that way, right? Yeah. We'll use it to talk about anything big that it doesn't have to have the negative connotation. So if you guys missed that episode, definitely go back and check it out. 1793. Make sure to follow the podcast so that you never miss an episode. Yeah, go and check that one out, guys. All right. So today we're going to give our listeners what four words that are kind of that negative connotation. Is that right, Aubrey? Mm -hmm. Exactly right. And the first one, yeah, we talked a little bit complacent. It means that you feel so satisfied with something, maybe your how much you're exercising or your diet, your abilities Mm -hmm. or a situation that you stop trying very hard. You feel like you don't have to try harder. Oh, yeah. There's definitely a negative connotation of sort of laziness, right? Yeah. A lot of things come to mind here when I think of companies that have kind of done mm. really well out of the gate. Great expression for our listeners out of the gate. Like when they first start, they yes. are, a dis- they're a dis- uh, sorry, a disruptor. They disrupt their market, right? And then what happens? People catch up to them. Other companies catch up and realize that they are not innovating anymore. Can yes. you think of any companies like that? Aubrey? Yeah, Kodak, right? I oh, think of yeah, some companies example. that had a corner on the market for film. This this came up yes. in our business course, talking yes. about Kodak and how they didn't pivot. They didn't keep up with digital film and how the market mm-hmm. was changing. And they mm-hmm. there aren't really a household name anymore. Oh my gosh, that's a great example. Or even, I don't know, we'll see what happens with Facebook now, but it seems like they're at a moment where mm. y- y- we'll see what happens. I don't know. That's well, to yeah, be determined. Everyone my daughter's age, right? Young teenagers don't use Facebook. They don't have a Facebook account. Yes. And I don't know if Facebook is going to be able to capture that next generation. They're yeah. on these other mm-hmm. social media channels, WhatsApp, WeChat, just texting. And right. they see Facebook as for older people. Old people <laughs> like me. Do so, they have- yeah, do I don't know if they're going to survive. Account? Do they have Instagram or no? Yes, they are they on Instagram. Do have Instagram. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. Mm, okay, okay. So yeah, so this idea of being complacent, you know, it's the kiss of death, as they say, for a company to stop innovating and rest on their laurels. Oh my gosh, a lot of great vocabulary. So many idioms you're using there, right? <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> Guys, Guys, definitely get the app. Down. We'll yeah, have to have all the, these idioms defined in the app so that you can get them all. Kiss of death, kiss meaning of that's death. what's going to take you down. Yeah, and then rest on your laurels means you're sort of taking advantage, counting on what you've always done will continue working. When it oh might my not. gosh, it's so important. I love. I, I feel like I could go into this topic a bit longer, but let's move on to the next one for our listeners. Okay. What is it, Aubrey? Arrogant, right? Mm. So this means that you have a maybe an exaggerated sense of your own importance. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> has a negative connotation. There's confidence, and then there's right. arrogant, which mm. definitely has a connotation of too self-important, right? Yeah, which could too be big another of an ego. Mm-hmm. And that could be another great episode for our listeners another day, right? Confidence versus arrogance. What's mm. the difference? What are the key words? How do we know the difference? But what would you say? 
Yeah, this is tricky, I think, with an interview. When you're interviewing Mm -hmm. somewhere, you will need to sort of boast about yourself if you're asked to share prior experience or successes. And this is the fine line you need to walk is to be able to say it still humbly, just stating it as something you were able to accomplish without bringing in that arrogance where you sound self-important, like you're full of yourself. Yeah. And this also brings in issues of gender and language too, right? On the show, we like to talk about this a lot. You know, I I wonder if women worry more about sounding arrogant than men. And so in interviews, I wonder if men just say what they've done and, you know, maybe that gives them a better chance, right? I think a lot about gender and how that affects our language. Yeah. Though I do feel that this adjective, whether I'm calling a man arrogant or a woman, (laughs) it is not positive. (laughs) It's a negative connotation where I think they are full of themselves, meaning oh, for sure. too for much sure. ego, feeling very wonderful and important, overly so. Yeah, that's a great word, guys. You absolutely should have this word in your vocabulary tool- toolbox. So go ahead and put that in there. Let's do the next one, Aubrey. What is it? Okay, opinionated. And I thought about this one when you're talking about gender roles, because this sometimes could be a little more positive if you're just talking about someone having lots of opinions. But yeah. really, it does have this negative connotation, whether you're talking about men or women. To call someone opinionated really means that you have too many opinions and you you're, you're dogmatic in your opinions, which dogmatic. this is a bonus word. It means bonus. you have these principles that you see as true and you're not going to consider anyone else's opinion. You're very set in your ways and your opinions. Yeah. Have you? Did you ever have any friends growing up who were like this? Or oh, yeah. just, <laughs> I still yeah. have a lot of friends okay. that are like this, especially about <laughs> religion and politics. I grew Ooh. up in a very conservative area and people were are very dogmatic in their opinions. So you just really? have to recognize if we have a conversation, we're not changing anyone's minds. We have to try and say, I see where you're coming from, but what about this? <laughs> oh my gosh. I think you and I live in two opposite worlds. Right? <laughs> Probably. Come meet my family, Lindsay. It'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's true. It depends on where you live and, yeah. and who and who's around you and that kind of thing. But I was thinking about this word opinionated versus outspoken too. Mm, interesting. Mm, because outspoken isn't necessarily a negative connotation. It seems like kind of a, a, a good thing. And that's think? one where I think this is really accurate with the gender roles because a man yeah. who's outspoken could be respected for that. Mm. Whereas for a woman to be called outspoken, Not so that's good, negative. How oh, terrible is that? That's worth another episode for our listeners. Right? That's a good one. Let's write that idea down. I love it. I love it. Okay, guys, we're coming back to that another day. If you know me, you know that I value healthy eating. I always feel better when I eat well. That's why I think Factor is great for busy professionals who also value healthy food. Factor provides ready to eat meals right to your door. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Cost is an issue these days when it comes to buying food, but Factor is less expensive than takeout. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash B-A-E-E 50 and use code B-A-E-E 5-0 
to get 50% off. That's code BAEE50 at F A C T O R M E A L S dot com slash B A E E 50 to get 50% off. All right, Aubrey, let's get into number four. This has been good. I, I feel like these words are perfect for our listeners because they're quite high level, but they're not out of reach for a normal conversation. Definitely. I agree. Number four is stubborn. So this means you're determined about something and maybe you're determined not to change your attitude or your position. So definitely a negative connotation. We'll, also, we'll often call children stubborn yeah. when they want what they want and they're not going to change their mind no matter what. And this is not really a great characteristic for an adult. Mm, No, it's not for sure. This is something that I feel like you should outgrow in a way, right? But not necessarily. I mean, yeah, stop. Mm, Actually, I don't know if it's always negative. Sometimes it can be good to have strong opinions with things and like just try to assert what you, you know, the opposite would be always being like a doormat. I was going to say where you said trying to assert what you think, I would say the positive word that's very similar is assertive, Assertive. right? I'm assertive. That's positive. I, I believe in what I say. I'm going to try and convince you. Whereas stubborn definitely implies that you are not going to be convinced even if you're wrong, even if there are really good arguments and really good reasons you're going mm-hmm. to be stubborn and never change your mind. Okay. Right? So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. So there's a better word, right? I think I think that makes sense. You know, it's it's all about the words. And I would agree this word mostly has a negative connotation. This is yeah. where it's tricky. We have so mm-hmm. many adjectives that have nuance, right? We do. There's going yes. to be words that are very similar to stubborn, but with just enough more of a positive connotation <laughs> that you wouldn't mind. I call me assertive. I love being called assertive. Please don't yeah. call me stubborn. I don't think it would bother me as much if people called me stubborn because usually I'm just too open, like too willing Mm. to do, you know, whatever. Like I don't, sometimes I can not have an opinion and I would rather in a way be, I think we want what we're not sometimes. We want the opposite of what we are. Yeah. Yeah. And it really does. It's like you said, it depends on the issue, right? If you're like, I'm being stubborn, but about something that I feel is very important and I mm-hmm. I feel strongly about, then we we see it as a positive because it's vital. Yeah. We've chosen our battles. It's respectable. We think it's important to stay stubborn about this thing, right? But yeah. then it depends on who you talk to because someone who disagrees with you, uh, <laughs> they're going to yeah. see that as very negative that you're stubborn about that. Yeah, it depends on the conversation, guys. So Definitely. let's put this into a real role play. Aubrey, are you yes, ready? Yes, let's do All it. Right. Okay, what are we in doing this here? role play, Lindsay and I are discussing how we spend our free time. All right, here we go. Have you been practicing the piano much lately? Oh, I've been quite complacent lately. I feel like I need to step it up. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's easy to feel like things are going well and not challenge ourselves to improve. I guess there are worse characteristics to have. At least I'm not arrogant or stubborn. Oh, sometimes I'm stubborn. (laughs) If I'm being honest, I am too. At times I'll dig my heels in and be pretty dogmatic on certain issues. I think we're all like that at times. I can be pretty opinionated when it comes to issues I'm passionate about. Oh, this is so funny that because Lindsay, you had not read this role play before. And so I had making up imaginary things you might say or maybe not for a role play. Turns out it's all very accurate. It's accurate. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. And we have some some gold vocabulary in here today. This is really good stuff. Let's go through it. 
Yeah. So first, you're asking if I'm practicing the piano, and this is true. I've been complacent lately. I haven't been practicing is near as much as I need right to. Yes, okay. it's true. Okay. And I love this phrasal verb, step it up. If you yes. need to step up something, it means you need to improve. You need to increase it. Mm-hmm. And I do. I need to improve my the, the amount of time I spend practicing the piano. Yeah. And guys, write this one down. We'll talk about this another day, but you can say to someone, you can say, hey, come on, step it up. Right. Mm-hmm. You can you can use that as a command to people. Yeah, if to you're get disappointed to- in their behavior yeah. or if they're not doing something enough, you say step it up means, OK, let's get going. Let's improve here. Exactly. And then I said, yeah, I know what you mean. It's easy to feel things are going well and not challenge ourselves to improve. And then what else, Aubrey? And then I was saying, at least I'm not arrogant or stubborn. And then you admitted (laughs) sometimes you are stubborn. (laughs) Yeah. And then if I'm being honest, another super high level chunk for our listeners today. Yes. I say this a lot, right? If I'm saying, oh, I'm not stubborn, but you've admitted you are. So then I'll use this chunk to say, if I'm being honest, I am too, right? Yeah, you know, this this seems weird grammatically, but I will say that it's super modern to say this. Yes. I, I've just been hearing it a lot lately. I have too, right? It's it's trendy to it's say trendy. this chunk. Yeah, it's funny how things come into style and out of style. Michelle and I talk about that a lot on this show. It's true. Yeah. yeah. And this is really great where if it's something that you wouldn't always be honest about, right? We don't want to admit mm-hmm. we're stubborn. So we mm-hmm. use this to say, if I'm being honest, I guess I have to admit that, yes, I do this sometimes. That you dig in your heels, right? And again, you dig in your heels, you you stick to your your guns, right? Stick to what you're saying. I love that you're using it. an idiom to describe uh, an idiom. We idioms do this everywhere today, Aubrey. They're everywhere. I know, it's true. Dig in your heels. <laughs> Imagine you're standing in like mud yeah. and the mud is your opinion, how you believe, mm-hmm. and you dig your heels in even further to that mud so you're really stuck, right? It means yeah. you are going to double down. Another idiom, mm-hmm. my gosh, from poker. But we uh. just say, I am not going to give up my opinion. I'm going to increase how strongly I feel about this. That's digging in your heels. Yeah. And this can be cultural too. I think, I do think it's kind of respected to, yeah, well coming, well, we don't need to revisit that conversation again, but I think in our culture, it is respected to have strong opinions in certain areas and to be able to voice them. Yes. Yes. It depends on, like you said, the conversation, the context. This really is a lot of um, social collateral, would we say? Like if you're able to recognize when is a good situation to dig in your heels, when is it worth it? And when is it not going to be well received? Mm, Yeah, that's a good question. Maybe we'll have to talk about that later. You know, the idea of how do you know? What are the signals, Mm -hmm. right? That you know, you should actually say what you think or just just stay quiet or just yep. when say is yes. it not going to do any good? When is it just going to create contention, which is not yes. always ideal, depending right. on the situation? Exactly. All right. And then the last thing I said, I think we're all like that at times. I can be pretty opinionated when it comes to issues I'm passionate about. And this is, I think, where we see that this can have a little bit of a positive connotation because you're saying this as a positive about yourself. I can be opinionated when it comes to issues I'm passionate about. You're saying I've got an opinion when I when I really care. Right. So here it's used in a little bit more of a positive light. But again, this I think of all the ones we shared, this is the one the most that it's respected depending on who you are. And I hope the world is evolving. The business world is evolving to where women can be called opinionated and it's not seen as a negative. In the past, it hasn't been that way. So let's hope that that changes. Yeah, that's a really good point, Aubrey. That's so important to recognize, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So guys, go ahead and hit follow on All Ears English, right? We're going to talk about a takeaway for today, but hit follow now so that you don't miss any of our episodes. Aubrey, what's our takeaway? 
Yes, many words do have a negative connotation. Thank you for sending in this question, especially these adjectives that describe character traits that are generally thought of as negative, right? Mm -hmm. So today's episode provides insight about these adjectives so that you can use them correctly. You would not want to describe someone as this if it's not true or if you're not wanting to offend them because all of these usually have a very negative connotation. Yeah. And guys, the way to learn the connotation of a word is to learn it in a real way, you know, by listening to this show, watching YouTube videos, and then going out and observing the real world, listening to English out in the wild. So again, I want to say thank you to Nagla for asking this question, sending in this question. Guys, send us your questions. Yes. Awesome. This is really fun conversation. All right. Good stuff, Aubrey. I'll talk to you very soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.